Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by SoundCloud Studios. Visit online at SoundCloudStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundCloud Studios is the answer. SoundCloud Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SoundCloudStudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international war ring author Mia Molsonzia. If you love fast paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson's has got great reviews and Evil Love and Endorsed by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, and Manilis. So grab your copy today, Four Girls Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms heard in over 110 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. And we're now on HamiltonRadio.net, also Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and more. Make sure you take the Mike Wagner Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Wagner Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Wagner Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Also baseball, tees, baseball shirts, and more. Make sure you go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molson for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also cool merchandise, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, baseball shirts, and uh, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Check it out today. Also support the Mike Wagner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, themikewagnershow.com. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com at the Mike Wagner Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with a terrific couple, and uh, they've taught thousands of couples um, practical skills to create a fulfilling romantic partnership for over 25 years. As you can tell, they've been doing it and do a great job. We'll talk about that. And we have a wonderful lady who is a, 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 a marriage and family therapist uh, with over 65,000 and counting hours of counseling and published articles as a uh, on faith and relationship development in numerous publications, including World Religion News, Time Magazine, also Marriage.com. Also a wonderful gentleman who's a fellow of the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Also um, in regenerative uh, medicine in uh, bio-identical uh, hormone replacement and stem cells uh, to assist um, men and women uh, reverse the aging process. Also the author of The Vitality Connection, 10 Practical Ways to Optimize Health. And of course, um, they're coming together um, in a book called Ageless Love. We'll talk more about that. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Los Angeles, the amazing couple of Ageless Love, the sexy science of falling in love forever. Ladies and gentlemen, the very multi-talented Dr. Michael and Dr. Barbara Grossman. Guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. A pleasure to be here with you. And great to have you on board. Dr. Barbara, thanks for joining us as well. You can uh, chime in if you want. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's great to be here. I'm, I'm, I don't know your audience, but I'm happy to, to share what we know about um, how much having a great relationship contributes to long life and good health. And uh, it also um, supports our children and our society. So we're both Michael and I are very committed to educating the American public how they can enrich their, their lives and love and have their love go on forever. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, it's also great to uh, teach our youth as well too what real love is. You don't, um, you know, what's out there on Instagram and Twitter and everything. And um, you know, you guys inspire as well too. Give them some lessons. And um, first of all, Dr. Michael, let's uh, talk about you here. That uh, you're a fellow of the American Academy of uh, Anti-Aging Medicine, also regenerative medicine, using bioidentical hormone replacement and stem cells to assist um, men and women um, reverse the aging. You're also author of. Uh, couple of books uh the vitality connection also 10 practical ways to optimize health and uh dr barbara your marriage and family therapist with over sixty-five thousand and counting hours of counseling and you also publish articles on faith and relationship development in numerous publications in uh world religion news time marriage.com and uh, you also have um the book called ageless love the sexy science of falling in love forever and also some other books you guys um work on some uh counseling and um online classes and more and before getting all that dr michael let's go to you first uh tell us how you first got started how i got started well um in 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 medical school i was pretty stressed out and i found that meditation was a very important addition to be able to be not stressed to be able to handle all the intense stress that went on <clears throat> and um I love doing um, research on meditation, which I did published a bunch of articles on it. And uh, I was the probably one of the first acupuncturists licensed in the United States, 1973, approximately. Mm. And um, so I've always been in the area of natural approaches. So I've been a traditional doctor, but I always focused on what can we do more naturally with herbs and acupuncture and other nutritional things. And so I've always done that. And then um, in 19, well, probably in 2003, I stopped doing traditional medicine, which, you know, they wanted me to, to see patients every five minutes. Oh, my gosh. That, that, that's what most doctors do today. That, that's what the insurance companies expect. See someone in five to seven minutes and uh, you get paid your $42 or whatever. But you can't really help people the way you want to help them. So. I began to um, just focus on um, the uh, type of medicine that I love, which is making people feel more youthful. And I've been using these bioidentical hormones for, I don't know, since the 19, 1990s. And, and it changes people's lives. Anytime you get a woman who's going through menopause or beyond menopause, or you get a man who's in his 50s or later, they lose their natural hormones. And there's no good reason for it, except that it just seems to happen. And it makes you old, makes your brain old, makes your mood old, makes your muscles old, makes your energy old, makes your libido old, and you can reverse all that. And when you use natural hormones as, a, as opposed to synthetics, you stay youthful and it prolongs your life instead of shortens it. So I do a lot of that. That's one of the fun things that I do. I change people's lives in this mechanical way. And, and along with that, then, you know, my wife has, has always been into the psycho issues of life and amazing research came out from Harvard Medical School uh, over the last 50 years, a long study that showed that the most important factor in longevity after the age of 50 is the quality of your personal relationships. Mm. So being a longevity doctor, I have to focus on that. I can't ignore that with my patients. So then I work more and more with my wife. Want to add some things? Well, yes. Yeah. So you, you need a healthy body and a youthful body to deliver on love over a lifetime. 
And so Michael's contribution is huge. And, um, and because we're partners in love as well as at work, um, our own personal journey to grow our relationship and develop emotionally as well as um, you know, really understand and appreciate each other and, and develop that respect along with love, um, we feel we're walking the walk that every couple needs to take in order to keep love alive for a lifetime. And if you continuously grow, um, you're, you keep discovering more about yourself and your partner. And so the relationship never gets old. It's always alive and wondrous. And you add to that a healthy body where you can, you can have hobbies that are active and you can have an active sex life. Um, it all you know, integrates together into you know, a great, a deep satisfaction. that's both mental, physical, and spiritual. And it, and it just so happens to support our children and society in general. So everybody's a winner. And it's, it's such a heart-rendering, chaotic experience to go through the breakdown of a relationship. I see that all the time in my office. It's, it's not small change to go through that. Uh, it just, um, it hurts people, it debilitates them. It, it takes years to recover and, and the chaos that ensues is you know, an, another challenge. And it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, we can talk more about it as well, too, in the book. And um, Dr. Barbara, you've been a marriage and family therapist with over 65,000 hours and counting of um, counseling. You publish articles on faith and relationship. And, um, and before we uh, get more about book and relationship, uh, tell us how you first got started. That's a good question. I don't know that I, um, I you know, I think I'm, I have a, um, you know, interest in personal development and um I've been involved in you know, a lot of you know, transformational processes and um, I, I see the potential of you know, what it means to be a human being. And um, I didn't expect to be a therapist. I expected to be a professor, some brainy professor in a university teaching about philosophy or philosophy of religion or philosophy of culture. And um, that, um, that environment was too intellectual for my purpose. I believe you know, we have to balance the personality and not just be thinking smart, but also developed in our emotional uh, parts. And so my own journey to balance my, uh, my feelings with my thinking brought me to um, the, the world of therapy. And I, I love supporting other people's development, their evolution of their personality over time and to support their relationships. Uh, it's, it's a, a great um, honor to, do, to serve that, that role with people. Hmm, that's rather interesting. And what was that one precise moment uh, that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? So Dr. Michael, you can start. And then Dr. Barbara, you can also uh, join as well. One precise moment that influenced me to- into, uh, into what you're doing for the rest of your career. What was that big moment for you? It's hard to say, um, but um, <laughs> that's real interesting. You know, what comes to my mind is so funny. Um, in, in medical school, I went to NYU Medical School, which is a great medical school, but it was really into research. And the, uh, uh, the doctor was doing research on aspirin and he kept doing the same research over and over again. And I said, well, why, why are you doing the same experiments over and over? He said, well, I didn't get good results. I said, really? Well, what does that mean? Well, the aspirin companies are paying me to do research. I need to show the good results. Does that give you a headache after a while or something? <laughs> well, then you have the great, you know, science, you know, objective science. And um, for me, I, um, 
I learned meditation when 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 I was going to med school, and because it was so exhausting and so on, and and um, uh, you know the meditation really inspired me to look at the world in a little different way, not just you know that that research that seems to be you know what what I was learning in medical school, but rather looking in a more integrated way in terms of how do you really change your health and your well-being. When, when I told my professors in medical school that 1972, that I thought that um, diabetes was related to eating too much sugar. Mm, yes, yes. I, I, I think there was something like that too, yes. Their response was laughter. <laughs> they thought that was the funniest thing because everybody knew that diabetes was a genetically caused disease. That's true about type one diabetes, but not, not the most common type, type two. Well, they thought it was funny that I thought that diabetes was related to eating too much sugar. They, they laughed. So I, I had this, this push pull with uh, medical school that, that I, I said, you know, uh, I like what I was learning in meditation and acupuncture and herbs and all these different things. So I was moved into this other other place where I was not looking to be a, um, a traditional doctor. And so that for me was the big push. And so that's what I do. I love being a little on the edge mm -hmm. where all the things I do, I do the stem cell thing. You know, I've been doing that for like, what, eight years now. And it's a little bit on the edge and, you know, but it just changes people's lives. It's totally safe. It's extraordinarily effective, but that's my personality. So I'm I'm not so happy with what is considered traditional science because it's not so objective, really. The drug companies have their ways of doing things and they want you to think they're objective, but it's not so objective, really. And, and they want to cover up the things that may work, but they ain't no money in it, so they, they push it down. So it's a funny, funny world, but that's sort of... <laughs> Trying to answer your question. It's a <laughs> it, it sounds like a pain in the you-know-what when it comes to the pharmaceuticals and everything. And then, and then Dr. Barbara, I'm sure you probably test that in the way. And uh, what was that one precise moment for you that simply influenced mm -hmm. you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? Well, um, I think it has to do with um, my journey with Michael. I chose a really wonderful man, a good person who's uh, very conscientious, moral, and committed to family and faith. And, um, and lo and behold, we had two children and we came upon a real rough spot. And, um, um, and our, our struggle to work through that and to learn and grow. For Michael, it was about growing his emotional part of his personality. And for me, it was more about becoming more rational about my feelings and understanding myself and, and speaking in a way that Michael could hear me. And that whole long process of really growing up and maturing and being able to create a partnership that we both love to be in um, was really um, eye-opening. And it, it was not easy to accomplish on our own. We had mentors that really moved us along. Without them, I don't think we'd be as wise and have as much to offer. And so. Uh, with my gratitude to the people who helped us and the kind of life and love we live um, causes me to want to provide that for other people because I don't think I don't think people can organically get there by themselves 
And so um, I see lots of stuck, trapped couples who need a way through the what I what might be called the power struggle or the inevitability of coming up against our differences and our um, tremendous responsibilities in adult life, that they, they need processes to get through that so that they can love each other with a whole heart and, um, and really create the lives they want together. So mm -hmm. that's what I do. Okay. And, and that's amazing what you guys do. We'll talk about your book, uh, Angels Love, The Sexy Science of Falling in Love Forever. But first, listen to the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Mosenzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Mosenzia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Z has garnered great reviews and Eve 11 endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today. Four Girls Missing by Mia Molson Z, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com and offer 40 podcast platforms heard in over 110 countries. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. These are great for loved ones, by the way, folks. So make sure you order. Also, check out um, the merchandise and books at uh, Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia for great books and merchandise and more. Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia. Check it out today. Also support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM. PayPal, themikewidenershow.com. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash the Mike Widener Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with the amazing couple, Dr. Michael and Barbara Grossman, the authors of Ageless Love, the Sexy Science of Falling in Love here on the Mike Widener Show. And um, also, um, before we talk about the book, you guys also um, have some books before, that, like The Marriage Map, Secrets to Deep, and Effortless Meditation. And um, tell us more about those two books. So the, the book on meditation is um, designed to teach people how to meditate, to understand the, um, the, the basic science of meditation and how to actually do meditation where it's effortless, where it's easy. And um, you get to listen to some audio tapes when you buy the book. And um, it really changes people's lives. It's part of an anti-aging program. Everyone needs to have an a process by where the mind calms down and quiets down. There's so much stress that builds up in our physiology and it influences our body, influences our DNA, our genes, it affects our hormones and our brains. And, and we need to kind of settle down, settle down, quiet down on a regular basis and it changes our well-being. It reduces illnesses and disease. So, so that's something that I wrote re, um, um, very recently. It's a new book, and um, uh, it's really very, very valuable. And uh, so that's the book, um, um, Deep and Effortless Meditation. And then, Barbara, why don't you tell us about the, uh, the book, The Marriage Map, The Road to um, Transforming Your 
your your marriage from ordeal to adventure. So a couple of years ago, we wrote the book, The Marriage Map, and the idea of it was to share what the story, the life of a man is about and how it contrasts with the life of a woman, both in psychosocial terms and in, in contemporary life, but also mythologically, so that we understand the the challenges of developing ourselves, because I want all of, you know, every individual to take themselves seriously and grow themselves. And there are definite, um, there are definite uh, uh, learning steps uh, to evolve oneself over time to become a, a uh, integrated personality and a good partner. And um, so the psychological knowledge that we think of as contemporary is really consistent with what's ancient knowledge. Uh, the story of Eros and Psyche is a story is could be written for today. Um, Psyche is like any modern woman, and um, uh, Eros is like any any modern man. And um, you know our our un, our lack of connection with ancient stories um, causes us to feel you know lacking wisdom and lacking a roadmap. But there are plenty of roadmaps, and we provide a couple of them in the, in the book, and we show how it it uh, it's relevant for today. Hmm. And what are a couple of the roadmaps you uh, talked about? Give us an example or two. Well, it's, it's um, uh, so for psych, uh, so women, you, it's complicated. Uh, depending on when you marry, um, it's, it's more than likely that I'm, I'm in a conventional marriage, a man will develop his competence uh, first. Um, not because the woman is not able to, but because she gets, she probably gets distracted by having children which is complicated. It makes uh, life um, more, um, just more complex than working out one's own um, identity and, and uh, service to the world. And so um, a man usually develops himself in his work first and becomes very much involved in his, his brain, in his mind. And a woman, because she connects with her babies, it develops her heart. And so we have a, a relationship where the man is in his mind, his head, and the woman is in his heart, and they're speaking different languages. Mm -hmm. and, um, so uh, each partner, you know, uh, with the conflict that that um, creates um, demands each partner to go on a kind of a, a personal um, adventure of developing the other part of their their um, personality. So a, a woman needs to develop her mind and a man needs to develop his heart. And if they're able to collaborate together and develop the best of each other, or they have help from a mentor who, who keeps them from being at each other's throats, that you can coordinate that development and have a completely you know, enriched, super enriched relationship on the other side of that conflict. But it, it takes an, a certain intentionality and a desire to become a fully developed and fully alive individual. So it's it's personal responsibility that leads to great partnership. Mm -hmm. And certainly does as well too. And of course, uh, you got the book, uh, Angels Love, The Sexy Science of uh, Falling in Love Forever. You also will break it down to some chapters like How to Fall in Love Forever, Love, Aging, and Intimacy, Your Brain Romance, Longevity and Romance. And, um, you, you know, of course, basically that... Uh, how to, how to fall in love forever. And, um, and of course, you see like the um, other books out there. You see it in movies, social media and everything. You see all kinds. And uh, maybe like, um, you know, talk about your version. Like what are some of the tips, tips in falling in love forever and um, how to keep it that way? It almost seems like you see too many, um, you know, marriages flame out these days. Thanks to social media. It's like, you know, how do you manage to keep it? And um, maybe some unique perspectives. Right. So 
we usually will say that there's three secrets to falling in love forever. Secret number one is to understand that it's not gonna be a smooth ride. It's not designed to be a smooth ride. It's designed to be a, a changing process. And the process starts out when you're a little baby, you are in love with the breast and it's just you and the mother's breast, you cry, the breast comes, you get your milk. You get to be two, it's not so easy. You want it your way, your mother says, no, you can't have that now. You don't terrible twos, right. <laughs> and then you get to be five to eight years old. You love being part of the family. It's just delightful. So you're moving from being close to the things you love to being more independent. And then you get to be five and eight, you're back feeling close. Get to be 13, you know what happens then. You're, you want to be independent again. You want it your way. You know everything. And then you get to be 25 and 30. You're part of the family. You love being part of the family. It's your own family. It's your own family. And you are feeling close to the things you love. And then you get to be 35, 45 years old and things change. You want to be independent. You had enough of this. You want to have your own profession, your own time. You got to feed more. You've had enough of this family business. You want to be more independent. You get to be 55, 65, grandparent. Once again, you're feeling close to the things you love. This movement back and forth is a natural process. Don't get upset about this movement. It's going to happen. So if all of a sudden your wife, uh, I was married to Barbara for 10 years and we did everything I wanted and it was a great marriage. And then she goes back to graduate school and thinks for herself, all of a sudden it wasn't okay. She wanted things different. You've got to recognize it's not that Barbara's changed and now she's a mean person. No, this is a natural movement. So the big picture, very important to get the big picture. It's not anything bad that's happening. This is natural. So that's secret number one. Don't expect a smooth ride. Mm. I, I think you laid it down really good as well, too. A lot of people don't see that. And I think what you did really makes a lot of sense. I mean, I thank you for that. That really makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, uh, Dr. Barbara wrote her thesis on it. So I, I just popularized it. But she's the one who uh, did all the research and all that. So then secret number two is if you're not listening to your partner without interrupting them, then you're not really listening. So what does that, that mean? That means you have to have a skill of being able to listen to your partner, say what they're saying without thinking, oh, I'm gonna win this argument. I'm gonna interrupt you. I'm gonna show you I'm right and you're wrong. No, you're gonna just listen to them and try to see the world from their point of view, which is so different than yours. Mm -hmm. And that's a skill. We teach that skill both in our online courses. We have five online courses for particular challenges. And we also have a, a longer course that we teach that's uh, more personalized, um, uh, where you learn these skills and learn to, to own these skills. Secret number two. Now, secret number three. Secret number three is don't expect your partner to naturally and automatically know what you want. Like when you first were in love, you first fell in love. Oh, your partner loves to go to the movies and loves to ice skate and loves to dance and loves chocolate. And that, you know, all the things that make them happy. And, 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 and it's so natural to give them that and get it back. When you're 30, 40, 50 years old, it's not so natural because you've changed and they've changed. 
And don't expect them to know what it is you want and for you to know what it is they want. Because if you just think, oh, I, I, I like uh, going to the beach every day and you drag your wife to the beach, and maybe she doesn't like going to the beach every day. And you know, you gotta be able to listen to each other and make requests of each other. Hmm. Interesting. I was going to say negotiating too, but I think that works as well too. I, 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 we teach couples how to make requests nicely. So you, there's a whole science of making requests so that <laughs> you, don't get, you don't get into arguments, right? There's a whole science where you just say, it would really make me happy if, and, and you don't make demands and, and you don't make too many things all at once and you've got to thank them. And it's a whole science that we teach about how to make requests. But you have to make requests because your partner's changed so much. You don't know what they really makes them happy and they don't know what makes you really happy. You've got to have that option of making requests. Hmm. That is rather interesting. Of course, you know, great, great overcome conflict and a loving way to connect again. And um, also too, you know, speaking about that love, age and intimacy and everything else and how to maintain the the youth, the brain and the level enthusiasm. And you guys are, are brainiacs as you can tell. It's like, we all gotta be brainiacs at this here. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we have um, love, aging and intimacy here. Uh, how, how, I mean, just, just a bunch of things about it. It's like, you know, tell us more about that and um, you know, what you can do, how to maintain everything. Well, in terms of maintaining intimacy, one of the big problems for men, 50% of men over the age of 50 have erectile dysfunction. 70% of the men over 70 have erectile dysfunction and it keeps going up. So one of the things about intimacy is you've got to have the right hormones. So we mentioned that in the beginning. Uh, for men, testosterone is very important. For women, the, 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 the hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, very important to replace naturally. But you also want to work on the mechanics so we do various natural growth factors and um, both injectable kinds of things, stem cells and exosomes and platelet-rich plasma. And we also do vibrational acoustic wave, gains wave treatments mm. that help men with erection dysfunction. It's very important in a, in a romantic relationship to maintain sexual activity. That's what makes you feel close to each other in a physiological way. And it just enhances the emotional closeness. Very important. Do you want to add anything? Yeah, you've got to, we have to be healthy to maintain love. It takes um, energy and enthusiasm for life as well as having our, our body parts work. And um, it's important to have, you know, uh, regular intimate connection. It, it just um, feeds and nurtures your life. And um, it doesn't hurt to have hobbies together and to do fun things and you need energy for hobbies. Uh, Michael and I are ballroom dancers. We compete all over the country in international standard ballroom. And we, we work out and practice together. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't, you know, if I didn't feel um, vitality. And um, so you, it, it takes um, the commitment to take good care of yourself, to be your best self and bring that to your relationship. Hmm. That's really interesting. And uh, have you guys thought about being on Dancing with the Stars? That makes me think of it. I'm ready to go ballroom dancing with my wife here. So <laughs> it's a great well, idea. I encourage you. Well, Dancing with the Stars, uh, if they want to invite one, we have to get really famous and then they'll invite one of us to be uh, well, with their professional dancers. We dance amateur, amateur with amateur. 
But yes, if you if you know someone, I'll, I I would uh, be happy to go, go and be there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get people to tune into this episode. I'm sure somebody will reach out to you. So. <laughs> And, and, and of course, a lot of things about, of course, you got um, the brain, the romance and uh, longevity in today's world. We'll talk about that in the book, Ageless Love, the Sexy Science of Falling in Love Forever with uh, Dr. Michael and Barbara Grossman. You listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the MikeWagnerShow.com, powered by SonicWeb Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We'll be back with Dr. Michael and Barbara Grossman of Ageless Love, the sexy science of falling in love forever after this timeout. We're back with Dr. Michael and Barbara Grossman on the Mike Wagner Show with the book, Ageless Love, the Sexy Science of Falling in Love Forever. And um, we talked about uh, a couple of things like how to love, fall in love forever, which is really definitive, and also love, aging, and intimacy. And we'll continue about that. It's also about your brain and romance, and the brain has been uh, emphasized as well, too, and um, a little bit of romance. And, of course, you know, I guess the question is, what makes romantic love so different from other types of love? I guess that's a big number one question. Usually answer that because it has to do with you know. So romantic love is very different than other kinds of love. So other kind of loves we can say is like the ocean. You have brother and sister or parent who haven't seen him in two years, and and you just go right back to being close to them, and you just feel that connection, and and it's just just a delight. Don't do that with romantic love. Mm-hmm. Love is like fire. Fire needs constant air and energy to keep burning, to keep moving, to keep that heat coming up. And it's an ongoing thing. You can't, it does, if you go away for two years and then you expect to be back to where you were, it doesn't work that way. No, you've got to keep that connection going all the time. So romantic love is very different. It, it involves a, a kind of passion where they are different from you and not the same as you. If they're the same as you, you're two lawyers, working in a business together, two accountants working in business together, that's not romantic. It doesn't turn you on. You've got to have differences. So there can be many differences that you have, but you've got to accentuate those differences. You've got to love and appreciate those differences. It's not the same. If you make it the same, it's like a magnet. You put two magnets that have the same North Pole, they repel each other. You don't get that closeness. You've got to maintain the differences and you've got to appreciate and accentuate the differences. And that's what we find happens with romantic love. So what we teach couples is we teach them how to appreciate the differences that are there and not to try to make them the same. You don't want your partner to be the same as you. And and you, you, you negotiate different things to try to make it work, but you've got to accentuate their differences. And that's what creates romantic attraction. Yeah, the, well, I would say you have to appreciate the differences because they they amplify and create a much bigger life than you could create on your own. And um, and when you when you appreciate each other's differences, you can work together. And your ability to fulfill goals, you know, you have you have twice as many um, uh, skill you know skills and and aptitudes that can you can apply to your goals. So um, like in our family, Michael's a big game player. He's great with um, the grandchildren playing games and I'm more in the kitchen and um, getting things ready. So it's, you know, we can we can handle two different um, aspects of family life because we have two different skill sets. And um, that applies to work and pleasure and all kinds of 
of projects. And, and what we can say about romantic love as opposed to other kinds of love, romantic love constantly presses you to grow and develop because your partner is so different than you. Uh, I had to learn so many things that I would never have learned. I had to learn how to be emotional, how to respond to, to emotional things, how to open my heart emotionally, because Barbara it, it, it is, is moving me in that direction. And, and, and that's, a, that's like a big thing to, to grow in that way for a man. And, and, and a partnership does that. And for a woman, she'll have to learn to be more in control of her emotions and use her mind to control her emotions. And, and that's a more of a masculine trait in terms of how the, the, the men's brain is set up. But a woman has to learn that too. And it's a little different for her. And so that's, that's her, her area of growth and development. And as a counselor, she has to be able to do that too, because that's what counselors have to do, take the emotions and intellectually say, well, let's think about this and so forth. And so relationship that's romantic pushes you to grow as opposed to other relationships that are just comfortable. Hmm, that's a good point. And of course, let's say you guys get in a conflict. Uh, how, how would you guys uh, handle uh, forgiveness or what's the best advice? I mean, there's uh, so many theories about forgiveness. It's like, what, what is the uh, best advice for uh, forgiveness for you guys? I wrote a whole chapter in the book on Ages Love on forgiveness. There, there's a, a process that you can go through, which is your own process, not in relationship with your with, with your spouse or your romantic partner or with a parent or, or friend, but it's just you going through the forgiveness process. You have to learn to feel the different layers of emotions. And we do teach a sharing process with your partner that helps you to get there. But ultimately you have to go through yourself the different emotional levels. Anger is the outer level of emotions. Anger is not productive. Anger is something that is the last layer of emotions that come out when nothing else is working, you're angry. Mm. You have to go under the anger. And when you get under the anger, you realize that you're feeling sad about something. Mm. And so there's sadness there. So when you, go, when, you, when you just feel your anger and you just are with it and someone is listening to you or you're writing down as I, as I wrote in the book, Ageless Love, you feel the sadness. And then after you feel the sadness, you're with the sadness for a while. Then underneath the sadness, you begin to feel. Can I jump in? Yeah. You're, you have to explore the hurt and the fear that's underneath the anger right. so that you understand the source of your reactions. And you know, as you sort through your feelings and you, you get to a place where, where you can um, you, you, you perceive what's important to you. You can learn about yourself and what it is that, um, you know, the loss that is involved in the interaction so that you can um, you know, look at it and, and appreciate it, understand it and accept it. And, and, you know, this is when you, when you process yourself, you then become able to talk to the person who, if you choose to, to, um, to share what, what the hurt was and what, and it, it just becomes possible to really own your own feelings and your own attachment to certain needs that may have been not misunderstood or not uh, appreciated. And so you can, you're in a better position to resolve that with a person. It's much easier to share hurt and sadness than there's anger. 
Anger mm. is not, not really a, a good way to share with anybody, but hurt, sadness, and um, uh, the loss. So when you feel fear, afraid of losing something, you can share that and you can share what mm. it reminds you about. You can share with someone that it reminds me about when I was four or 10 or something and this happened and that happened and, 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 and that's what it reminds me, how I feel. So many of, our, many of our hurts in our romantic partnerships are really echoes of the hurts we experienced in our childhood. And we, it's important to connect the dots and, and then share where the, the origin of the hurts come from and what our sensitivities are so that our partner knows how to, how to kind of walk softly around those, those parts and, under, and appreciate our, our history. Right, and, and one of the things we share in our classes is, is a process by which the partners can share their hurts from childhood with their partner. And then you understand why your partner is uh, behaving a certain way. They're not doing it to be mean. They're doing it because these old hurts come up for them when such and such happens. And then, and then you understand them. And then they make a request. Oh, it would really be nice if you wouldn't say X, Y, and Z, if you would say it this other way, because then it feels better. And so you learn how you can heal your partner and they learn how they can heal you. Hmm. So that is part of that process. So forgiving is forgiving all that stuff that happened in the past. Every time you're upset in the present, it's almost always because of the past hmm. and being called back up. So hmm. forgiveness means forgiving what happened in the past, whether it's your partner who did it or whether it's your mother when you were four or whatever happened. You, so, so forgiveness is a big process that we all have to go through. And ultimately, for our own health, we need to forgive everybody for everything that's ever happened to us. Hmm. I, I like that. That's a really good def definition of forgiveness. That is just amazing. We're here with Dr. Michael, Michael and Barbara Grossman of Ages Love, the Sexy Science of Falling in Love Forever on the Mike Wagner Show. Guys, you just really pull out things in perspective. And, um, you know, based on the things we talked about, how can you apply all this in uh, today's world? How can I? Apply? How can we apply it? Well, all in today's world, we talked about, it's like you talked about what worked before, like, you know, today's world beyond and everything else, you know, especially being influenced by social media. Well, I believe it's everybody's responsibility. I think, you know, what wakes us up to the need for personal growth is not being happy, being uncomfortable about something. And so if you're, you're sitting in your life and you're cranky and you don't, it doesn't look like you want it to look, or it doesn't feel the way you want it to feel, it's time to start a project where you improve, improve yourself and improve your life. And um, uh, we're happy to support people like that, but find a, a means by which you can grow yourself so that you're taking more responsibility for the quality of your life and your internal experience. And if that means um, uh, working on the conflicts you have with your partner and understanding yourself better and why you feel the way you do and why your partner feels the way they do, that's an important project. If you're not living the life that you feel that you are purposed to live, then you need to explore yourself and really define a future that satisfies your, your gifts and ambitions so that you express yourself in this life fully and you contribute the way you, know, you, you feel you're meant to give so that you can feel right with yourself and be the right person to give to others. When you're satisfied with what you're doing as an individual, you, you have a full heart to give to other people. And so there's a lot of personal work you can do and then there's also relationship work you can do. And underneath that, um, 
we, we add to that mixture, um, having a relationship with yourself that connects with um, something beyond. And so we, we add meditation to our menu. Mm. So, so on a practical basis, we encourage people to read our book, Ageless Love, which is coming out in the next month, to, um, to take our courses and classes. We have five video classes that are three 20-minute um, courses with homework. And, and they're on five different challenges. Uh, the child, well, one challenge is parenting, another challenge is um, <clears throat> not feeling a number one, another challenge is money and love, another challenge is sex and intimacy, another challenge is, is arguing. And you can learn skills to deal with that. Mm. The government's not gonna teach you skills. The, the, the listening to news is not gonna teach you these skills, it's gonna aggravate you. You, you, you want to learn skills that are going to really change your life because you have the ability to be in charge of your life and your own happiness is in your hands. You don't want to put it in the hands of the outside world. You want to take control over it. So taking our classes could be a big part of it. Learning the meditation. I teach meditation online. Um, Dr. Michael Meditation Secrets.com. That's doctor is Dr. Michael Meditation Secrets with an S.com. You can learn meditation. Very important to change your physiology, to change your brain chemistry, your brain waves. This is these are things that people can do. Don't don't depend upon um, the school uh, system and government yeah. and outside forces. No, you have to change it yourself. Mm, that's very important too, and I really like that. So don't listen to a president for oneself. <laughs> And just a couple of things. Who do you consider biggest influences in your careers? There's been a lot of brilliant people who have um, led um, breakthroughs um, in meditation and personal transformation. Uh, the list is long. I wouldn't, I don't know if I, I want to make a list because I might leave someone out. Um, There's been so many people that has, uh, that has affected us. You know, Barbara went in her, her, her training program, George Markham, was a, uh, a delightful soul who taught her pastoral counseling, and we learned so much from him. Uh, there are so many different people that I've had in who have taught meditation and have taught me so many things over many, many years, and um, so many different processes. Um, so 50 years ago, we studied with um, uh, Marishi Mashiogi. We studied with um, Joe Dispenza. We, uh, I followed a wonderful woman named Terry Cole Whitaker. And then there's been a lot of, you know, personal people in our lives, not someone, people who are on in the news, but who are just privately brilliant and wise. You know, the interesting thing is that when Barbara and I were having the difficulty when she was like 30 years old and started to get her own ideas about how things should be, we did a lot of counseling, which was not helpful. Hmm. Counselors were not helpful, went to many counselors. What was helpful is these people that she's talking about who were mentors and taught us how to interrelate with each other and how to relate with ourselves. And, and that changed our, our lives and ability to grow. And that's why we're so motivated to teach people things because um, most counselors don't do what Dr. Barber does in the counseling room. They, they take sides. They make one person right, one wrong. Oh, husband's a jerk. Oh, the wife's a jerk. And, and you should just get rid of them. And, and they do that a lot. 
they don't have a way of seeing the big picture of things and to teach the skills you need to grow and develop and have it work. So, so counseling is a funny thing. It's very, very difficult, but mentors, we have found mentors have been very, very, very important in our lives. Oh, that's rather interesting. I seem to like that. And what's the best advice you guys can give to anybody at this point? <laughs> well, if you feel there's something missing and you want to grow, I would uh, respect those feelings and, and take them seriously and follow up on that. And again, we're, we were talking about mentors. These were wise people who had lived and cultivated wisdom. And we're at the point in time where we can be wise elders for other people and we're happy to be helpful to your people. So uh, reach out to us if you like, or find people uh, who can inspire and support your growth and development over time. Okay, and Dr. Michael? Each person should feel like they can make choices that will change their life for the better. Your life is not controlled by the outer environment, it's controlled by the inner environment, by what you eat, by your hormones, by your own brain waves, by your own thoughts, beliefs, and attitudes. You control it and you have to take steps to make it better. It's up to you and you can do it. Every person can take these steps, but you have to have, to have that drive that I'm gonna make this happen. And, and I've seen it happen over and over again in my office. And that's why I love doing what I do because I change people's lives for the better. And you guys do a great job, I gotta say that. We're with uh, Dr. Michael and Barbara Grossman of Angels Love the Sexy Science of Falling in Love Forever on the Mike Wagner Show. Guys, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing, learned a lot from you. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep yourself up to date, keep in touch. We'd love to have you guys back. Once again, tell us about your upcoming projects. What's your website? How do people contact or can people purchase? Check out your books or check out your services. So I would have people go to Falling in Love Forever dot com and uh, that would be uh, the best way to see all the different things that we do and um, that's what i would do falling in love forever.com okay and uh barbara barbara any final final words just thank you for having us on your show all right that's very good once again guys a very big thank you for your time you guys have been amazing love to have you in soon make sure you keep us up to date keep in touch love to have you back we wish you all the best and you've got a great future ahead of you thank you, thank you.